everybody, welcome back to the Stock Car Spectacle. I'm Ian Jordson. I'm Mike Gamble. I'm a very happy Trevor Bain fan right now. I'm Nick Kinzel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> That's right. Just a few minutes ago, it was announced that Trevor Bain will be running seven races for Joe Gibbs Racing. First one starting off at Auto Club. Nick, how you feeling right now, buddy? Seven races in the 18 car. The car that just won the championship with your other driver, with my Daniel boy. Hemrick. What the Man, hell? If you, if you would have told me in 2022 that Daniel Hemrick, or that, okay, that Daniel Hemrick is a champion and now Trevor Bain is going to drive for Joe Gibbs Racing in the car that Hemrick won the title in, I would have told you, you are nuts. And who saw this on their bingo cards? Trevor Bain and Joe Gibbs Racing? Yeah, he drove for Toyota and Michael Walter for racing to get his start in the nationwide series back then so it's just i i can't believe it i i hate it i don't have any of my trevor bain shirts out here because i was like when am i ever gonna have to wear these again because i didn't <laughs> know he was gonna go racing again have the advocate hat to support but wow i'm Ooh. speechless right now this is this is great i cannot wait for auto club i can tell you that right now well <sighs> The T-Bane 16 boys are back together once again. We have to be number 18 now. Now, so now we're now the 18, 18 team bros. boys. We're the 18 uh, bros. This is all I got to say to that. Yes, sir. Hey, I let's I, go. I wish I had the alcohol in my dorm room to celebrate <laughs> with, but I didn't see this one coming. I really did not. Um, this is this is crazy. Like, who would have thought? Like just, <laughs> just 48 hours ago, there was nothing. There is no news about, oh, hey, Trevor Bain might make a comeback. And then all of a sudden yesterday, Joe Gibbs drops that photo on us. And uh, I and I did everything in my power to overthink this into thinking that it wasn't going to be Trevor that was getting announced. Got the helmet there. I got, I got the full-size helmet and the mini little replica helmet over there. I'll have to put that uh, picture. I'll have to put that pit crew helmet on once I get back. In the <laughs> <seat>. <laughs> there you go. It's going to serve its purpose. So, wow. That's insane. Freaking phenomenal. He's going into a race car that can actually win races. Like who knows? We might see Trevor Bain in victory lane a few times this, this year. This is the big break he's been waiting for. Yeah. He's 30 years old now, but never once in his career has he really gotten a shot in top notch equipment. He almost won in Nice equipment a he few years won, ago. He almost won in Talladega yeah. in that top five eight at Bristol. Yeah, that that uh he got disqualified in that one, but fuck the haters for that. Um he's really never had that top notch <laughs> equipment. Uh Michael Walter for racing uh in the nationwide series and then the Wood brothers won the Daytona five hundred in their second ever cup series race, but still they weren't great equipment at that time they were just uh they were starting up their program again as a part-time yeah. team and then oh fuck roush family and racing. they were affiliated with roush too they weren't affiliated with yeah, penske they weren't like they, they were not it's a whole different we're, deal we're not affiliated with penske at that time yeah the roush xfinity program it was solid with ricky stenhouse jr winning those titles but it still wasn't the best and then Ross Fenway racing from 2015 to present day has just sucked ass. With this, I, I with mean, look, I mean, series. look at this last weekend. Uh, <laughs> like, I'll with Brad. Man. Yeah. It looked like the six car hasn't missed a beat. I saw a, yeah. a fellow Bane fan on Twitter saying, all right, when are we going to come to realize we put Matt Kenseth in that race car, a champion, Ryan Newman in that car. He's won. He's won. The rocket man. Share, the rocket man. He's won his fair share of races. 
And Brad Kozlowski, yeah, it's their first year with a new car and everything, but they looked like shit at the Coliseum. So I don't know. Maybe maybe now we can start to realize that it wasn't Trevor Bain's fault. And now he's going to get a shot like my boy Hemdog did last year and some of the best equipment is going to try and go make the most of it. So mm-hmm. I'm fucking excited. Seven races, seven opportunities to get checkered flags. Well, and to kind of, you know, compound on something you said Nick yeah Trevor's 30 years old but this is NASCAR not the NFL I mean he could still have another 10 15 year career you know you have a good year here um you get picked up full-time by Joe Gibbs or another organization next year the next thing you know like I said you're running 10 15 years uh I mean guys go into well into their 40s he could at least have 10 years you know if things work out well uh Mahalo gets on board kind of sponsors him helps himself out there a little bit the next thing you know we're seeing Trevor run full-time and running for championships week in and week out it's a very definite possibility at this <sighs> point if he shows up and shows out here in this 18 car yeah oh, it's, this could be the start of a beautiful relationship with Trevor Bain and NASCAR again guys <laughs> like who would have thought who would have thought that Trevor Bain would be back in NASCAR uh, at least running not a premier top ride that is awesome. already told you you're crazy but now yeah now I get to root for Daniel Henry and Trevor Bain on the racetrack together. Oh, it's going to be a fun year. And for those of you who are going to ask me, who am I going to root for more? I, I'm sorry, I'm Doug, but I got to go back to my day one right there. Hey, it's if only it seven down, races. It's <laughs> only seven, seven races. It's all, those seven races, I am full on Bain train. Ooh, I can't wait for one of those seven races when they tangle into each other and they start beating the shit out of each other. Ooh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> That's the same shit I was waiting for two years ago with uh, Trevor and Ben. I was waiting for them two to get together and something happened. Like, oh, fuck, now I got to pick sides. I hate it. <laughs> well, if it comes down to it and it's like, say, one of these races, like an auto club, it's Bane versus Hemrick uh, down to the line. I don't give a shit who wins because either way, I'm celebrating it because, oh, my God, <laughs> getting it done. No, you know damn well. Yeah, I know damn well. It's gonna mean I know, a whole dude, lot more I know damn well it's going to be – it is going to mean a whole lot more to see mm. – and uh shit we need we need instant trevor bain 18 merch right now drop it joe gibbs i need it now take my paycheck i need it now i i need to update my wardrobe i have about like two weeks (laughs) (laughs) well and this makes it official one night out we're rocking advocare shit in motown no. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 I got that Advocare hat that I bought a few years ago when Trevor was running truck. So let's go. I come home. Bang, bang. I, I come home tomorrow for the weekend, so I'm gonna have to grab a couple. Advocare you have to grab shirts, all so your truck. I gotta <laughs> grab it all. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to grab it all. So I think Friday night we're gonna have to we're gonna have to throw it down. I know the girls are doing whatever they're doing for their Valentine shit. So Friday night, I think we need to celebrate. Y'all trying to tussle? Let's mm. do it. Let's do it. Need to celebrate because I don't have I don't have the liquor with me right now to celebrate. Trust me, if I did, oh, this would, oh, be, a di- this would be a different show. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. This is awesome, boys. All right, guys. So you know how we start off our show every time we start off with our diecast of the week, Mister Gambleman. What you got for us? All right, fellas anticipating the news today i had to go ahead and play a little t-bane action the wood brothers motorcraft number 21 with the 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 bronze chrome finish signed by trevor by hand at chicagoland speedway when he was nick and i's best friend at the racetrack (laughs) you're out there for a little while 
He's gonna see us at Trevor. You two fuckers again? Well, actually, he like, won't you're say fuckers. St- yeah, he will not. You say two that. sons of guns again? <laughs> I can't believe but, it. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my favorite diecasts of my Trevor's though. It's just super clean. Got that real nice finish to it. The that bronze uh, color chrome is just absolutely sexier than hell. Yeah. I wish I would have had a different color uh, sharpie for him to sign on because the black don't show up super well. But it is what it is. Um, just a badass car, man. Oh, absolutely. All right there, Nick, what you got for us? Well, I'm sticking with Mike here. I was anticipating, well, I couldn't really anticipate the news. I only have about seven or eight die casts out here in Morgantown <laughs> with me, but I do have one T-Bane car and it's one of my favorites uh, to one of his, throwing back to one of his wins, 2013 Ford EcoBoost. Ford Mustang when Trevor took this bad boy to victory lane at Iowa Speedway battling with with Austin Dillon again he signed this for me this was the this was the car um that got me Twitter that got me Twitter famous a little bit because it's oh yeah it's on the six team they took the picture of him signing the signing the car for me and then they were like uh t-bang six signs an autograph for our number one fan zella 24 zella 24 is coming back to play motherfuckers (laughs) (laughs) surprise 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 surprise. but yeah like mike said i wish i had a better marker here you can barely see the signature but yep Mm -hmm. had to bust out this bad boy because oh man it's it's go time Hell um, yeah, boys. Small funny story on thy, that die cast. That was the first die cast I bought when I got back into collecting die casts. Funny story about oh, this. Really? This is the this was the yep. first die cast I ever purchased as well. Get out of here. It was I didn't know was, that. So uh oh, when, shit, when that's started, crazy. When I started collecting, so before I started collecting, the only car I had was when my dad got me the 2011 Daytona 500 race win. And then Banger. finally one day I was like, huh. I guess I'm gonna start collecting my own, and yeah, 25 bucks on eBay. I was like, oh, let's go, and yep. from there it really developed into an unhealthy addiction of buying <laughs> Trevor Bain die cast <laughs> and sheet you. metal and sheet metal. Oh yes, now that sheet metal is gonna have some purpose again. Fuck it, I'm stopping. You should hang by. it in your dorm. Oh, yeah. and take up your whole say- dorm. <laughs> I'll just drill it into my wall. I'll, I'll pay the I'll pay the damage fees. I'll drill it into my freaking wall right here. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-oh, we got a guest. Oh, shit. Oh, boy, he's chilling in the background. <sighs> yeah, but that is awesome. So for my diecast of the week, uh, Daytona, we're coming at you in a little bit. And we always start off Daytona with the duels. Um, awesome racing there. And I'm throwing it back to when Kevin Harvick won the duels in 2019 with his car to can paint scheme, uh, fucking cool car that they did because at the end of it, they got all the sheet metal from that and made beer cans out of that. So that was pretty cool. I wish I had one of those beer cans, but die cast is just as good. Yeah. That was one of the coolest promotions I've seen in a long time where they made beer cans out of that. Um, I was looking all over trying to get one of those too. Cause you had to enter a contest to win them. Right. Yeah. And then like, even like months after they were still giving away some, but I, I with yeah. all the giveaways and shit, there was no way I could get my hands on it. Nah, no way. All right, guys. So let's get into our show. Our top story we were going to talk about was Trevor Bain going to Joe Gibbs racing. We already talked about that. That is awesome. 
Nick is happy. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. We Yes, I was supposed to jump on this a little bit earlier with you guys to get my reaction. But the reason I didn't do that is because I'm watching it off the Fox Sports app on my TV. So you guys watching it on TV would have been like a minute ahead of me. And I didn't want you guys breaking the news before I got a chance to see it. So that's why I decided to hop on afterwards. Uh, I thought it was because you didn't want us to watch you scream and run around like a little sissy bitch, but that's all right. <laughs> oh, the door, I, I, I probably I pissed off this dorm hall enough uh, when Daniel Heimrich won the championship. I bet you, I bet you, I pissed him off a fair share once that once that news broke. Yeah, out. they don't need to be like, oh god, it's NASCAR season well, like, again. Oh no, not again. <laughs> Man, that West Virginia's already drunk. got uh, frats and stuff getting on probation. Damn near kicked off school. Guns getting fired. The last thing they need is Nick in trouble now, too. <laughs> All right, guys. And the Bush Clash it put on phenomenal numbers for viewership this past weekend. For almost 4,300,000 people tuned into this NASCAR race. I mean, who would have thought? Like, these numbers nowadays, it's phenomenal. Uh, we know Daytona has been hosting the Clash for the, you know, for the past however long it's been going on for. And they tried the Daytona road course didn't really end up working out. They tried doing the LA Coliseum and it turned out to be phenomenal racing at a football stadium. has got so many eyes, so many people that don't watch NASCAR that are watching NASCAR. Now people are probably Joey Logano fans because they saw like their first ever race that they watched. I feel bad for them. (laughs) (laughs) First event, first NASCAR event. And they got to see that cocksucker win a race. Next gen Joe getting it done. (laughs) No, but Hey, uh, resounding dub for nascar any way you cut that pie Mm -hmm. you went from a race that was really lost its luster really become like an afterthought like a oh well hey we get to see cars on the track again i guess to you cannot miss it i had people at work that don't watch nascar at all texting me sending me emails calling me like hey did you see that race hey what'd you think of this so you uh you put global um eyeballs on the sport that we haven't had in a long time um you know that was one of those things you had ice cube there pitbull performing la coliseum reggie bush hanging out like talk about making nascar cool again and making it appeal to everybody um resounding win for nascar the format i thought was kick-ass everybody had to race their way and so nobody got a free pass mm-hmm. except for fucking winex but we'll get to that in a moment um <laughs> so I thought that was just one of the coolest things i've seen in a long long time in racing anywhere and you know being an exhibition event too couldn't have done it any better absolutely i mean you're anytime you're up 168 percent in viewership i how how you can't call that a success you're pretty fucking stupid if that's the way you're going there but (laughs) and then okay so you guys know that idiot nick bromberg on twitter um yep he he was tweeting out he's like i can't believe we're celebrating this as a massive dub win oh 18 years ago uh, or 19 years ago the clash got nine million viewers dumbass this isn't 2003 anymore yeah. you, you just can't expect the that that kind of viewership for nascar anymore um that was back in the peak days right there but to have four million viewers in a sport that is considered dying this is i don't see how you can't no. take this as a massive victory this is a huge success I hope that um, either we come back here, but I'd also like to see us switch up the clash venue every single year, go to a different place, try it out. Cause I think that's just going to continue to expand the market there and expand the viewership 
for NASCAR right there. On uh, the Coto's Mojo with Patrick, we were talking like different stadiums that we'd like to see turned into racetracks. I mean, there's so many huge stadiums in this country alone. I mean, we got the Michigan Stadium. We got the Rose Bowl. There's so many giant stadiums where they could do this, and they would work so much better there. So, I mean, there's so many opportunities to do this. This is just the beginning. Yeah, and I would like to see them kind of rotate it and move it around. Um, you know, I've heard rumors that people are kind of saying it'd be cool if they followed the Super Bowl around. So Super Bowl's in L.A. this year. They went to L.A. Super Bowl, like, say, next year. I don't know where it is. It's in Texas. Then they go into, like, Dallas or something. Um, but the thing is what NASCAR does is something new will happen, and then they run that shit into the ground. So, like, hey, road courses were cool a couple of years ago. Let's add, like, nine to the schedule. Now a short track's going to be cool. Hopefully they don't add like nine to this couple, even though I like short track racing. Oh, I think that would be awesome. That would be a massive but, oh, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. But <laughs> my point is, um, if you move it around, it makes people talk year after year. Where are they going to go? What's it going to be like? This, that, whatever. If you go back to LA Coliseum year after year, you're not going to get that number no, in two yeah. years. Mm-hmm. You might not get it next year. So you keep it moving. To me, I think that keeps it fresh. That keeps new eyeballs, um, fresh eyeballs that we don't normally have on the sport watching, talking about it. And like we said, who knows? We might have new fans after that. Yeah, absolutely. So big, big win for NASCAR this past weekend. Um, you know, like, like you were saying, lots of celebrities out there, lots of people influencing. So pretty cool to see that kind of attention get to like, you know, a, you know, most of the world because, you know, I saw one of the TikTokers, the Charlie D'Amelio or whatever, she was hanging out with Kyle Bush and she posted on her Instagram. She was with Kyle Bush. I mean, how many followers did that just get him? I mean, that's ridiculous. She is like a huge time celebrity and people are seeing that. And she probably just turned a bunch of kids into NASCAR fans. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you, you can't even go on TikTok and watch five reels or go on a TikTok or Instagram or any of those and watch five reels, five videos, anything without stumbling upon one of her videos by accident. That's how big she is. So for her to be at the sport, be talking about the sport, um, you know, again, huge feather in NASCAR's cap, well played all the way through. I thought Ice Cube kicked ass. Oh, um, yeah. It was really funny watching that crowd get down with some Ice Cube. I loved it. <laughs> I enjoyed every minute of it. You're like, so, half of them were with it, and then half of them were just like, the Half of them are like, fuck? I don't know what the hell is going on right now, but all right, I've had 15 bush lights. Let's ride, baby. <laughs> it was it probably would have been us too, but hey, yeah, yeah, probably. It was just crazy to see like the redneck NASCAR world interact with the Hollywood kind of like world. It, it's it's <laughs> funny. It's funny. Yeah, that was a weird clash of the the Titans right there. Oh yeah. All right, guys. Um, and then Kyle Busch, uh, he'd said either yesterday, a few days ago, it says there's still no plans to be running any Xfinity races unless oh. there's a new sponsorship deal. Was... Uh, Bob Pockers kind of hinted that there might be a new sponsor coming for uh, Kyle Busch. So I'm not so, really sure. From what I was seeing yesterday, it was looking like they ruled it out completely that mm-hmm. he's not going to he's not going to compete in the Xfinity series this year which is great because now he can't take uh, checkered flags away from T-Bain like he did to miss, <laughs> like he did to Daniel Hemrick last year. But um, no, yeah, from what I saw, it was looking like it was, it was almost confirmed that he wasn't going to run any uh, Xfinity races this year. Mm-hmm. I would love to see, have seen him take Trevor out one time just to watch <laughs> Nick go nuclear 
Oh, that would be the most incredible. It would have been ever. great if it was at Nashville too, and Dalton was sitting right next to me because if he thought I was mad at him after Kyle Busch punted Hemrick at Atlanta last year, oh, oh now lord! We're, now we're messing with T. Bing. You don't do that and yeah, get away you with it. You do not fucks with the six <laughs> god and live to tell the tale. He will not live to tell the tale on that one. But no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I did realize. I just realized that we are going to be seeing T. Bane racing live at Nashville. So. Fuck if, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hit a lottery or something, and I'm gonna have to be at all seven of these events. I'll, I'll see you guys. <laughs> I'll, see you guys. <laughs> I'll see you guys in uh, Fontana. I'm dropping out of school. I'm, I was gonna say Nixon. Like, take road. that tuition money. Yeah, I'll listen, take that one tuition. more semester. Morgantown. <laughs> see Trevor Bain. Win win all around. I'll fire. Us. I'll fire up the van and I'll see you boys <laughs> in Fontana. And then he and then he ends up homeless in California. Hey, I'll Trades take that. in the Jeep for an Astro van. You know. There you go. <laughs> Solid life choices. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll spray paint the Bane train on it. We'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah, you, you get yourself in a real bad place to do that, pal. We may be out of jail or something. That's cool. That's great. All right, guys, and something else pretty cool that happened this past weekend at the Coliseum, the Jordan brand signed on with Kurt Busch. You know, he is driving for 2311 Racing, and old Michael Jordan decided to put the Jumpman logo on his car. That's cool. They said that they are going to have a whole uh, Jordan-branded car for him, so I can't wait to see that. That is going to be fucking cool. Being us Chicago boys, we need some Kurt, uh, like some Kurt Force Ones or something. That would be dope. Yeah. I'll be all over that. Um, but no, I just remember right when they announced the formation of 2311 Racing and people were already just goofing around. Before we knew any of the sponsors, anything like that, um, we're just messing around doing renders of Bubba Wallace 23 Jumpman cars. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to see a Jumpman 45 car. And the renders I saw were incredible. So if they even come close to knocking out of the park like those were, Man, this could be a really this could be like Kurt's monster car, just absolutely just bad to the bone race car. Yep, definitely. I mean, I can't wait for that. So far, Kurt, I think he's gonna have the best paint schemes out of anyone this year. Already killing it with that monster scheme. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Car looked absolutely fantastic on the racetrack. Um mm-hmm. it never misses that monster car ever. Always looks good. Never. All right, guys, so let's get into our clash review. The heat races were absolutely insane. We saw a bunch of bumping and banging. We saw Ty Dillon almost kill a bunch of guys on track. Uh, Eric Almarola got plowed into the wall, almost taking out Kevin Harvick. Just absolutely phenomenal (laughs) heat racing that we saw only leading up to the 23 car race for later that day dude ty dylan drove like i did uh when i try and drive a short track on any of the nascar heat games he was just (laughs) he was just plowing his way through the middle taking guys out left and right that's hey that's a good strategy get yourself to the front right there uh that's what i would have done um that's what i do on these short tracks in these video games (laughs) take as many guys out as you can and then then you you're got like the, 20 rivals afterwards. And you're at the front. Yeah, he definitely did not make any friends uh, oh, no. going into this season. So that's, that'll be funny. But hey. <laughs> well, that does beg to bring up one other thing that I think is very much so worth talking about. How awesome were these new next-gen cars? And how well did they take damage? Did anybody see anybody get a, a tire cut down all day? 
Did anybody no. see anybody take any real like major damage? These guys were beating the piss out of each other every time you turn around. And those composite bodies just flexed, took it, and just kept on moving, man. Those things are going to be tanks. I can't wait for like Martinsville and some of these other tracks now just to see how crazy. I can't wait to see how uh, how nuts the bump drafting is going to be in Daytona if they can beat the shit out of each other like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with these composite bodies, they can pretty much do whatever. I think the racing is going to be way tougher. We're going to see things like we see in the Xfinity Series. Like We know the Xfinity Series is the best series in NASCAR. And yeah, because Trevor Bain's in the series now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take full on advantage of this. Oh, yeah, you have to. You have to, buddy. When I first met you, you were a sad Trevor Bain fan. You were going for Daniel Hamburg, and now look at you. You're, you're driver the champion, and Trevor Bain's coming back. Like, boy. Good. Things, Things are, really are looking up for, for Nicholas Kinzel. Finally, ever since the Michael Waltrip curse ended, good things have happened to me. Daniel Heimer won a race, won a title. <laughs> Trevor Bain, Trevor Bain is back. Michael Waltrip, I love oh, you, buddy. Man. I'm bringing that. I'm bringing that car back on the show one of these days. You have and to be I, nice but, to it this time. Oh, do it. Do it after <laughs> Trevor's won a race or something already. We don't need to reignite the curse. No, just do, do it once the seven races are up, so he doesn't get in, like a horrible accident. Because I know with your bad <laughs> luck, you're gonna paralyze that guy. <laughs> well that's what i like about his schedule he's got seven races and they're all spread out like mm. uh starting in auto club ending at homestead under the lights i love that that is awesome all right guys so yeah heat races set up uh, the lineup for the clash and then we had wild hard racing multiple drivers were out of this race uh we had justin haley getting slammed into the wall by uh the champion kyle larson, larson yeah, was- is, okay i really want to say this it has been a great past couple days for me i just gotta <laughs> say that <laughs> justin haley bad fast all weekend and then Kyle Larson does the Lord's work out there and just sends his ass <laughs> into, the, into the inside wall. And now this news, man, I am on cloud nine right now. This is, <laughs> it has been a great, it's been a great past couple days for me. And it's going to be even good. Now that you guys are coming out next week for Daytona. Oh, and Daniel, oh, Henry's, in the, Daniel Henry's in the 500. Let's fucking go. <laughs> what a, what a, it's going to be what wild. A, what a stretch. <laughs> Nick is just full on living his best life out here right now. <laughs> but yeah, man, they were taking, again, taking zero prisoners in this, uh, the main race here. Um, Eric Jones getting real chippy with old Ryan Blaney a little later in the race. Oh, Ty man. Dillon's uh, shit earlier. Justin Haley getting clapped back by uh, old number five himself. And Kyle Larson does not race like that, which was so <laughs> wild to see. Like he is such a gentleman on the racetrack by, by, you know, by large in a way, just usually a pretty nice clean racer. And he was just not having young man shit right there. That was so that, much fun that, to watch. That championship gave him some real big dick energy. I'll tell you that. It was great. It was, it was the great. Well, I don't know I if it's that or if he's just like, listen, kid, I just won a championship and you're asking me to start knocking me around. Nah, go back, go back, Rook. See you later. <laughs> I just like how he said after in his interview, he's like, well, we put the world on notice today. They all know we're here now. Nah, buddy, this is not a real racetrack. This is a, this is a quarter mile racetrack. Pump the brakes on that. Let's get, let's get ourselves on some intermediate tracks here. And then we'll really see. Boys. Yeah. And I mean, again, you know, you had, it was a great run, but let's pump the brakes. Let's <laughs> yeah. pump the brakes on. They know we're here now. 
Yeah. Hey, sorry for interrupting. I'll let you finish your boy off there. So I, I know oh. you've been holding that in since, uh, <laughs> since you knew we were filming. Was like, yes, I'm about to get that motherfucker. <laughs> no, that's, but, all, uh, that's all I got to say. <laughs> I'll, let but, him off. Um, I'll let him off with a slap on the wrist because of the news that came out today. He caught me in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> that was anybody else announced getting to drive for Joe Gibbs Racing that is not named Trevor Bain. I was going to freaking throw some shit around and this is going to be a rough show for you boys. <laughs> this would have been a very different show. Very different yeah. show. Or something. Very different show. <laughs> but no, I, uh, it was just one of the things that was really interesting to me throughout the weekend too was you saw, you know, again, kind of to be expected given the spectacle of the racetrack we were at. Nobody really knowing what to expect. Uh, the brand new car. You saw some really weird cars run well. Rick Ware Racing running like towards the top half of the field a lot of the race. Mm-hmm. Um, That's Justin Haley up there. Yep. Yeah, right. I, mean, I mean, it was. It's Ryan Priest, man. That that guy is good. I'm telling you, he's Ryan a Priest good race car short track. Ryan Priest had a short track. That's his roots right yep. there. But it exactly. went the other way, too. Martin Truex Jr. is one of the best short track drivers, and he was driving a freaking Buick Regal out there or something because <laughs> dude was getting absolutely plowed by everybody. Yep. Brad Kozlowski looked rough, which, again, we kind of saw coming a little bit because, you know, new team, that was always going to be a tough situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, you saw the, the some of the heavy hitters like really struggle. You saw some guys that never run inside the top 15, top 20 running up there consistently. Um, I mean, the 43 team even had a, a pretty good run going for a lot of the race and finished well. So um, was that's one of the things I thought would really capture how cool of an event this was. So you had a lot of comers and goers with that. So a lot of people running outside of positions they normally would and just really kick ass to see some of that. It's like once they got back in traffic, like the guy, it's like Denny Hamlin didn't look stout at all. Martin Truex didn't look stout. Um, who else was I about to just say? Martin, Kevin Harvick looked like shit. Harvick. Like the, it's because they were mired back in traffic. Mm-hmm. It was tough to pass in traffic, and that's what was difficult about this racetrack. But that just means that that's how important that those heat races and even the qualifying session was because that's going to set you up. Like if you're start. Um, from like seventh or eighth on back, it's going to be very difficult for you to get up to the front at a short track like that with how few laps there are and how short this place is. Like you got to go, like if you're starting back in 14th or 15th in this uh, main event, it's like you almost really don't even have a chance here because it, it looked tough to pass uh, back there. And we saw those guys struggle big time. Yeah, I mean, the, the traffic just fucked everyone up. I mean, we saw Bubba Wallace, he started near the back, and he was he just ended up the race, I think it was like three laps down towards the end of it. So uh, when you're on that short of a track and you're starting in the back, yeah, good, go. good luck to you, bud. Well, and my boy Bubba had a, had a real rough time this weekend. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he was playing. He could not cars. figure out. Was, was playing some bumper cars, couldn't figure out how to use them brakes quite yet. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to door bumper clear today and Freddie was telling me he's like, uh, you know, just blowing his brakes up like every, uh, every turn, just absolutely crazy. Yeah. That was a, that was a struggle out there. Him and Kurt had their first team bonding moment. Of the oh, season yeah. right there. <laughs> Granted that one really wasn't Bubba's fault. Cause Bubba got pushed up into the 45, but oh, that, that, that was probably a fun team meeting on Monday. <laughs> hey, they were having fun on the new track. They're trying, oh, yeah. still trying to figure shit out. I mean, I'm sure every driver came out of this race with a smile on their face saying, wow, I just drove on the LA Coliseum. That's so fucking cool, man. 
Oh, hell yeah. I will say one thing that was weird about that race was remember after like the first caution when three or four cop three or four cars just they were just died. They just died. Tyler Reddick was mm-hmm. one of them. Denny Hamlin was one of them. Uh, I forgot who the other ones were, but there was like uh, Ryan, Ryan Priest. Yeah, Ryan Priest had an issues. issue. Uh, it's like right after that first caution, four cars in a row, and Tyler Reddick. He had a. He was the man to beat. Uh, yeah, early on in that race, he had a piece, and the issues there. So I wonder if that worried some guys a little bit uh, mm-hmm. going forward into this season. But again, this is a. Di- we're not going to see a track again like this uh, no. throughout the season. So I'm guessing that the track had some. The track and the racing conditions had something to do with that. All uh, that beating and banging. Gotta put, nah. That's <laughs> got to put it. That, I was going to say, if that's not the case, then that's got to put a little bit of worry into these guys going into the season with the brand new car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only time can tell with this new car. Um, and guys mentioned it a little bit earlier, Ice Cube did the halftime show. That was yes. Cool. They, they gave the drivers a few minutes or the teams work on their cars, make sure nothing was wrong with them. While Ice Cube entertained the crowd, that was cool. Uh, did ain't no party like an LA party. That was awesome to see in downtown LA at the Coliseum. This is so wild. You never would have thought you'd be seeing Ice Cube perform in the middle of a NASCAR race. No, uh, things I never thought I'd see for a thousand, Alex. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, really kick ass to see though. Um, when you think of LA, I mean, Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube, probably two of the top guys that kind of, you know, you think of when it comes to, uh, to LA culture, hip hop, mm-hmm. uh, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, playing into our younger fan base of NASCAR. So I thought that was a really, really cool pick. Um, I thought he killed it, did a really good job. Um, really cool visuals too. And again, Ice Cube's got a huge following, bringing new eyes to the sport, just kicking ass all the way around. Yeah, absolutely. I follow Ice Cube on Instagram and I was seeing like comments, like people that weren't even NASCAR fans were like, yeah, yeah I, tuned, I tuned into the race and I saw you perform like, you know, that's so cool. New eyes on the sport. This whole weekend was just a huge success for NASCAR. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Ice Cube oh, performed yeah. and then the racing got back on and it was Joey Logano versus KFB throughout the whole time. Joey gave Kyle Busch the bump and run to go and get the first win in the next gen car. Um, and Joey Logano winning at new venues. He won at the Bristol uh, dirt race and now he won at the LA Coliseum. So any other new tracks, Joey might win it. it just and his wife had a baby right after. So yeah, right. Dude's, so, having a, dude's having a pretty, you know, Nick, you're having a real solid couple days. He might be right. Uh, Right behind you. <laughs> the dude loves Coliseum bit. racing. He wins Bristol a lot. Now he's won here. I would have loved to have just seen 50 more laps in this race because he was starting to catch traffic and Kyle Busch was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Busch was not going to forget what happened right before that, uh, right before that uh, halftime break when um, Joey put the move on him. Oh, it was going to be great. He was getting sent in the fourth row for sure. But no, yeah, uh, th- this is how our season starts off. It couldn't have gone any better. Um, I again, I feel so sorry for the seventy percent of the of the new viewers who are going to now be Joey Logano fans because of it. <laughs> they got a long road ahead of them, so good luck to them. But no, yeah, it, this was a great event. Yeah, absolutely awesome weekend to start off the two thousand twenty two NASCAR season, guys. So. Any last-minute thoughts on the L.A. Coliseum? I, we're not doing a preview for Daytona. 
few weeks a few weeks away right now. But what are your final thoughts on the LA Coliseum, Nick? How about you, buddy? It worked. Um, this is this was a whole lot more entertaining than watching the Daytona Road Course. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your viewership up. You got new eyes to the sport. I don't see how this isn't a victory for NASCAR again, like we talked about. Maybe switch up the venue every year because that's just going to continue to put more and more eyes on the sport, a sport that was considered to be dead. Um, we're on the rise again. So A-plus uh, for NASCAR. Uh, they they had the balls to go out and do something like this. This could have been a failure, and and then we would have gotten a lot of negative attention for it, but it was the exact opposite. This was a great, great venue, great event. And I'm looking forward to see what else they're going to do here coming up. Couldn't agree. Yeah. More. I mean, resounding su- success all the way around NASCAR knocked it out of the park. It was really cool to see NASCAR take a big chance, a big opportunity um, that they could have, you know, wrote it. There's no way that this race putting this on everything they did, this whole spectacle, this whole ordeal was cheap by any stretch of the imagination. So NASCAR really bet on themselves to put together a phenomenal event. Um, and really hope that they got out in the public eye and, you know, hopefully this does something for them in the future, but they could have really fell on their face. So kudos to NASCAR for trying something crazy here, trying something different and really executing it. It's one thing to dream it up. It's another thing to bring it to life and execute it. And this was flawless execution. In my opinion, there's, I can't think of two things that I'd have changed about the way they did this past weekend. Um, I, I hope they do keep doing things like this. Like we said, I think it just keeps bringing new eyes on the sport keep changed up, keep it fresh. Um, this is a big step in the right direction, really good way to bring in the next gen car. And, uh, I do not have enough good things to say about this weekend. It was just absolutely fantastic. Kudos NASCAR. Yeah. I thought it was the perfect weekend for NASCAR. We're going on a quarter mile track. We haven't raced there since what, 1972, since we've raced on a track that's short. Um, been a long time. Cool to see these cars, you know, kind of bump and bang like that. Um, that's what people like to see when they watch racing. They want to see guys, you know, run for the lead. They're racing each other hard. And that's what we saw at the LA Coliseum, totally new venue. Um, you know, big market, um, for people to get their eyeballs onto the sport. Um, not really your typical NASCAR market. So huge, huge victory for NASCAR to just get way more people into the sport. Um, I loved it absolutely awesome i can't wait to see if they do more stadiums or different kind of venues or whatever because the sky is the limit right now for nascar i mean they they just proved that they can pretty much do whatever the hell they want yeah absolutely this again the sky's the limit the door is wide open right here mm-hmm. um i i cannot wait to see where they go with this i would love to see them even do something like this for the all-star race too um you know, a lot of other sports bring in, you know, halftime musical performances and stuff or in between periods, what have you, you know, this, a uh, NASCAR just wrote their, their own blueprint for an, another phenomenal way to do a really successful thing for their, uh, their all-star race too. You go to like a short track, like a Stafford or something like that, that maybe we saw SRX run at, do something like that for the all-star race, do one of these big stadiums for the clash, man, you're cooking then you are cooking with gas. If you do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So Guys, that will about wrap it up for our show here. Again, awesome racing at the LA Coliseum. We'll be back next week for our Daytona preview. Guys, Daytona is among us. The NASCAR season is just getting started. 
It's going to be a wild year with the next-gen car, boys. It's going to be a wild week next week, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, yeah. Morgan ah, Town. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we can try and film some of our adventures there and post oh, it. Oh, God. That's family-friendly <laughs> family content. Yeah. From prison or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so, man. Yeah, no, that's going to be a wild one, fellas. I cannot wait. Um, not, it truly feels like NASCAR is back. Um, I cannot wait to see how these cars go from the quarter mile to one of the biggest tracks on the NASCAR circuit. Mm -hmm. going to be really cool to see how that, that flip-flop changes, see how these cars run. Um, I'm excited for it, fellas. I cannot wait. Absolutely, boys. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Stock Car Spectacle. Guys, we have new merch, by the way, with our new logo and everything. We'll have the link below. Um, thanks to our buddy Dalton Good for designing our logos, helping us with the merchandise. Um, it's all on spreadshirt.com. Guys, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram as well. And make sure to follow us on anchor.fm. We're also on Spotify and all, all other podcast platforms. So guys, for the Stock Car Spectacle, I'm Ian Jortson. I'm Mike Gamble. And I'm Nick Kinzel. We'll see you guys next time.